Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Mosaic Life podcast is brought to you by the Parenting in the Midst of COVID-19 survey. Lisa Bond and the Mosaic Life podcast are coming together to conduct research on what resources parents need in the COVID-19 era, especially as school starts to pick back up for children. Ensuring the care of not only school children, but you as a parent as well, is going to be more important this year and next than ever. Lisa and I aim to speak with parents about what stressors and anxieties are forthcoming as school begins, either in person or virtually this fall, and how important of a role mental health and financial stability are for you. Our mission is to establish a safe space and social-emotional support to try to ease feelings of isolation to students and parents. Our vision is for parents to come together to share ideas and experiences and create new ways to meet the needs of those we love as well as our own. If you wish to take part in the initial survey, visit bit.ly slash COVID Parenting Survey. The link will be available in the show notes. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash COVID Parenting Survey. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Mosaic Life Podcast. This episode is a little bit bittersweet for me. As I hinted in my prior talk, episode 49, there are some changes coming to the podcast. And uh, this is uh, the episode where Ernie and I detail those changes that, that no, it's not ending. Uh, the uh, Things are moving forward uh, as quickly as ever, which I'm really excited about. But uh, I'm not going to ruin the conversation for you. Just know that uh, you have my full devotion as the podcast continues for the next 50 episodes. And it's really exciting that, that we're hitting 50 right now. We're about a year into the podcast, and we've built so many wonderful relationships, not only with our guests, but with our audience as well. And Ernie and I, uh, our relationship has grown significantly. So I am extremely excited to continue on to the next 50 episodes and continue growing with you as an audience. And I invite you, as you listen to this conversation, to reach out and let me know how this has affected you, how our content has helped you grow, helped you thrive, and more importantly than anything, how it has affected your happiness and what changes you may have been making in your own personal life to influence that happiness. I'm going to keep this short, so without further ado, please enjoy this very significant conversation between Ernie and myself. Welcome to the Mosaic Life Podcast. Life is an art. Every moment a picture painted in time. The color, texture, lighting, all context. The Mosaic Life vision is to cast a warm glow on your masterpiece, highlighting the struggle while showcasing the culmination of years of hard work. Join us for guided meditations, interviews with authors and leaders, and engaging conversation as we explore the depths of our consciousness. Welcome to the Mosaic Life Podcast. My name is Trey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh my my co-host with the most Ernie. How's, How's it going, up, guys? Man? It's good. Like I said, we got some cold brew. We're recording this at 9:30 in the morning, so And he means coffee, not him, not beer. With some cold cold brew. I got a cold brew. <laughs> That's true. Got to be careful there. You know, I'm I'm I slightly mean, I'm intoxicated, <laughs> so now I have a cold brew coffee. That's what I mean. <laughs> Are you disappointed that we never did this podcast when we were able to drink together 
because I no may, maybe we did because I quit drinking in October and we started this in se- September, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I I remember I know a couple people who do like wine podcasts or or drink get, getting drunk like Tim Ferriss does drunk I think he does right. fan drunk dialing or something like yeah. that. So th- that could have been a, a, a an interesting route to go. And honestly, if if we were to have a six pack together, it would probably go south pretty quick. <laughs> you know, like the type of subject matter might completely yeah. change from personal development and fulfillment to uh, gambling or something crazy. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> how's everything going, man? It's good. It's good. How's yeah, your? How uh, how, I'm good, dude. How's it? How's the new the new job treating you? I know we talked a little bit last week, but uh, it sounds like you're really enjoying it. You know, uh, whoops, I have to mute my phone there. Um, when I, every transition I've had, uh, uh, career change, job-wise, since I had my kids, holds a lot more weight for me um, or has, has, has held a lot more weight for me. Uh, whereas, you know, before I had kids, it was very easy for me to decide, um, I hate this job or this job stupid, or I want to take, I want to move, you know, like, I mean, those are the most yeah. of the reasons that I, at a younger age decided to, to leave a job. And it was very easy for me to just like dip out without a two week notice or, or, or run a two week notice and just not give a shit and then yeah. move to a new job. Um, but since having my kids, um, I've had, uh, two solid jobs, <clears throat> Uh, two jobs that I that I kept for an extended period of time and then recently moved into the third um, in this, you know, chapter or whatever. And uh, the first job I had was a factory job and I got paid extremely well for what was typically very easy, monotonous work. You could listen to music. Uh, All right. You know, you could listen to podcasts. It was super, super good. And we got uh, uh, overtime for half of the year, which which is not always fun when it's mandatory, but it really made for a nice paycheck. So as far as supporting the family, it was a really, really good job. And then I decided to leave that job after three years because we wanted to move home to, I know this isn't your question, but I'm just kind no, of good. Bring, go bringing it all, all around. Um, we wanted to move closer to our families. So I, I decided to leave that job and I decided to go into sales, uh, and sell furniture. And it was, it was like throwing myself into a fire. Uh, but, but knowing that I could handle it, I could figure it out and, and that it would, it would be a promising change once I started to, to learn what was necessary to learn about myself and about, about the position um, in order to do it well. And, and that went really well for two years. And I ended up supporting myself in almost equal, I think, to what I was making at that job, working less hours and, and making as much as I was at that factory job. Yeah. So that was really yeah. nice going from 40, 50 hours a week down to 23 to 36 hours a week and making the same amount of money. And it, and it, and it creates a security. And, and for me, I know uh, having security financially, it feels very good. And, and so to, to make a decision to leave that job, that was fairly easy um, for the most part that I was comfortable in for a different sales job that had a lot of different aspects. Um, 
was a challenging decision, but I, I decided to do it because I wanted to grow. And unfortunately, growth isn't always comfortable, uh, or fortunately, I don't know. Uh, but but I jumped, and uh, you know, I took. I realize in, in in sales that you have to just do the job to learn it. Really, like right. there's a lot of training that you can do and you can study, and that does help. But then you've got to get out there and you've got to do it. You've got to make mistakes. You got to not know the answers sometimes to get the to to get everything. Yeah, and man. so after after one day of training in this new job selling roofs, I uh, I was like, just put me in the field. You know, I, I feel like I can figure it out. If I don't know an answer, I'm comfortable saying I don't know. Let me let me ask about it. And and it's what three weeks, four weeks deep now, and I'm getting really comfortable. Uh, I feel as though I'm in a position where I can confidently take care of people, and that's really important to me. Like when I'm sales for me is is less about technique and more about integrity. And so yeah. I, I, I want to be you know 100 percent with somebody when I'm working with them. I want I want to say with full confidence, this is what I can do. This is why I did this, and this is what we can offer you. And fully confident to say this is how we'll take care of you in the long run. Uh, and I'm getting to that point. So now when I speak to people, they they can trust me more. I trust myself, and they can trust me more. And I'm starting starting to see the momentum building. Whereas in furniture. Um, you know, when somebody goes to a furniture store on Monday, they likely have furniture in their home by Saturday. You know what I mean? Like it's a really quick turnaround. They, when someone's shopping for a couch because their couch sucks or, or whatever reason, they get their mind wrapped around it and it's a quick turnaround. They're like, boom, I'm ready to buy furniture. But with, with roofs, it's a little bit of a, of, of a longer thought period for people. They have yeah. several, you know, people come out and then they think about it. And so I'm in the phase now where a lot of those, this first month of trial period, so to speak, is now catching up and I'm building momentum uh, and it feels really it's good. good. Um, but it was really challenging, you know, and it's still really challenging. Um, but what I like about it, uh, it's emotionally challenging because it can be overwhelming at times. Uh, and, and then it also can be, uh, yeah, it could just be emotional, you know, dealing with my own little triggers, whether it's with a customer or the way they talk or, you know, somebody gives you a check and then cancels it. Not not to say that's happened, but it maybe it has. Right. Uh, you know, just like little things that like create emotional ri- uprising in me. Um, <clears throat> but the nice thing about this job, so here's the really the, the point is is there's there's a lot of challenge happening, and I get a lot of space in my day. So so I might drive from one person's house to another. It might take forty five minutes to an hour. And so I for me it is so nourishing to have lag time that I can yeah. process. So if I de- yeah. if I'm dealing with something from a customer or from from home life or, or or whatever or my own internal shit, I have time in the day to just be in my car, be in silence, breathing and processing whatever things happening and it, it's that it's is also so I'm having like financial growth but I'm also having spiritual growth and uh, you know, emotional development all in one little cohesive bundle <laughs> that's great man and uh there's a couple points in that i want to touch on um you mentioned when you talked about sales it, it being about integrity which you know you can you can say that but when the conversation we had off record last week you were talking about how previously in your retail job you would give customers your cell phone number which i i've worked in sales i i, I technically am still in sales and that 
especially in that retail space is so unheard of having that relationship built with you talk about sales cycles now you may go out to somebody's house you know give them an estimate and then they won't pull the trigger for another month or two a sales cycle in retail environment is generally very quick and so just the very matter of giving a transactional customers or customer your cell phone number i think that that really speaks volumes about you because that really provides that level of integrity that you're looking for. So, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything, as you've said before. And that's that's extremely important. So I really give you a lot of um, accolades for that, I guess. I appreciate it. You know, it's funny when you mentioned it last week when we were at dinner, um, I thought it's not too big of a deal. Although some of the, my like coworkers were, were like, no, I would never do that because of all the issues, da, 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 da. But for me, it was like, well, most of, most of, I, by the time they leave here, everything should be handled. I should have given them every answer they possibly could need. They should know how the experience is going to be for the delivery. And, and then I'll give them my number because if they need to call this number, it's because it's important. Like it's something yeah. that is out of the ordinary because we've hopefully covered everything that could possibly be covered. Um, and so luckily with giving out my phone number, I rarely had people, you know, maybe like one out of 20 customers that would actually need to call it. And then maybe one out of a hundred that would, um, <laughs> that would, uh, yeah. abuse me, <laughs> abuse it right, <laughs> or, right. Or, or abuse me with it. Jesus, I've had some crazy customers <laughs> in the past, but, um, uh, but I, yeah, I, I do my best to make sure everything's handled. And then, and then that's, if that number is, is, is is if 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 it's like an extend I don't know like an, a crazy circumstance, but I appreciate that acknowledgement because I never I never I guess saw saw how absolutely different absolutely, that could man. be. Yeah, and I one one last point on that same topic, which was essentially the inspiration for my last talk was that moment that you described of feeling completely overwhelmed and having the sense of fight or flight because that. I think so many of us face that when we want to explore something new, but we are just we are overwhelmed with all of these inputs from this is how you do this. This is how you do that. You know what? How do I react in this certain situation? It puts our brains on overdrive and we have we get so fearful at times of continuing on because we're afraid of failing. And that was just so so it was it was it was such a familiar feeling to me when you described that uh, position you were in at that in your last job. And uh, I, I, want, I wonder if you've felt that at all in this job or have you prepared all the preparation you've been doing both mentally and, and spiritually over the last several years has helped kind of curb that? Mm. I, honestly, I think the spiritual and personal work that I've done over the past few years has given me the, the capacity to say, I can figure this out. So, so it's not that I'm not having those moments. It's I'm having them quite frequently. And I've put myself in the position knowing that I, I might have positions like this or that they could come up, but, uh, but, but being in those positions and, and being able to retrack my habitual thought pattern right. or my habitual closure, the nature for me to like, just want to go away from the challenge and just shell up. Um, which I still do in some cases, you know, there are many interpersonal, um, 
relation, relational challenges that cause me to shell up. And, and I'm still working through some of those things. And I don't know, maybe that's what our life is. It's just like trying to open up more and more in every aspect of our life. But with this job, I've absolutely had moments where I've been driving and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Why, what did I, why am I, oh my gosh, this and that and this and that. And just all of these things. Actually, I had one yesterday. Um, I've had probably three or four, um, you know, since I started this job where these moments are like, what am I getting into? And I'm just, just, oh, I can't even describe it. It's so like excruciatingly overwhelming. And I, and, but like I said, I've got space. So yesterday I pulled over and, and (laughs) I pulled over and it was like gently raining and I went on this little walking path in, in town and I had about an hour and a half before I needed to sit down and finish up some work. And, uh, and I was just so angry. I was so frustrated. I was sad. And, uh, I took a walk down this path and, and this is going to sound ridiculous or, or maybe not, but I, I, uh, I started pulling walnuts from this tree and just throwing them and smashing them against the trunk of the tree, <laughs> like just to get this overwhelm and anger out. And then, you know, I could, after throwing like 10 or 15 walnuts at this tree, I felt a lot of that energy out of my body and I could breathe a little deeper. And, and then I took a walk and by the end of that walk, I was re, um, reorganized or recalibrated towards my, my purpose, my, my decision to be who I want to be. And I got back in my car, went and finished my work and I went home to my family. That's amazing, man. That's, that's uh, powerful to be able to have that space for yourself. Yeah, I don't know. It's not always amazing when you're in it, but but to be able to efficiently or or not so efficiently, but to at least move through it before I pull anybody else into that like field, you know, like I could I could have like I have in the past taken that feeling, locked it down into my chest or pushed it down into my stomach and and ate a bunch of chocolate to to cover (laughs) it up and then went home and then like pulled my family into that energy. And I just I'm learning that there are other ways. And when, when I have the space, like I've been given as a gift from this job to, to process it in that way, um, it, it is amazing. Cause I didn't think I was going to make it through it. I was like at the point where I'm like some, like talking to God or talking to the universe, like fucking help me. Like, cause I'm, I'm about to lose my mind. And luckily I, you know, I've been cultivating certain practices like throwing walnuts, <laughs> my spiritual practice that helped me like process the <laughs> anger and, and get it out of my body so I could come back to peace. That's great, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you're able to do that. Yeah. So, get a walnut yeah. tree, guys. Not a, not a not a Bodhi tree, but a walnut tree. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, hey, man. Um, do you do you know what episode this is? It's probably fifty. It's fucking fifty, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I thought <laughs> what, about that too after our conversation yeah. last week. I was like, oh, what a weird thing. Yeah. Which is, you know, a, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we talked about, hey, how are we gonna, how are we gonna, are we gonna <laughs> celebrate episode fifty? We're gonna do something fun. Well, the, the 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 truth of the matter is, yes, we are in a weird way. Yeah, um, it is I, a celebration. I hinted, I, I hinted at uh, some some changes um, from my talk last week, and I don't know what. Um, Ernie, I'm gonna open it up to you. Yeah, putting you on I the mean, spot for sure. I, there, I mean, the, yeah. the truth of the matter is that Trey and I. Um, had a really good conversation and, and honestly, you know, I was scared to, to even at, at some points to even bring it up because I didn't know how to explain it or, or, or what to say or how it would affect you. 
Um, and, and you were just incredible. And, and last week I told you that I had decided I wanted to leave the podcast, uh, that I had other awarenesses emerging through this space that I've been talking about in my life and that, that it, for the time being, actually, you know, permanently, there's no, there's no idea of me coming back. Of course, that's always, you know, something that could happen, but, but that I've made a decision that I'm leaving the podcast and that I want you to take everything that we've created and, and, and run with it. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to, I want this process to be as, as smooth and as authentic as possible so that you can take what, what we've created the last year, uh, this amazing thing. Like I, there's, I don't even know what to say in terms of, you know, like we can get into the conversation about it, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'll just stop there. I'm, I've decided to leave the podcast and, and leave it to you. And you fielded that like an incredible friend. And, and that's where we're at. Well, you made a <laughs> comment after um, after we talked about it for a little bit at, at dinner the other day. And uh, you said, this is the easiest breakup I've ever had, man. I'm like, yeah, it's well, I'm glad I'm glad I was able to do that for you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's strange because there are so many like judgments about myself that come up when I think about quote unquote quitting something. Um, those judgments, um, well, right. But, but, but what I guess like when, when we make, so, so there's, so there's a decision that's been made, but there are still these like habitual judgments just like with the overwhelm that might come up. Um, and, and but but having having support from you rather than like um judgment or or pressure or you know anger or frustration yeah. like is is just really nice and and it was it was one of the easiest conversations i've had where in the past you know breakups <laughs> like relationship <laughs> breakups have had to go down in flames for me too yeah uh, not that i'm happy i'm kind of like chuckling as i say that but there's still right. some things that need cleared up in my own energetic field in that respect but you've made it very very easy and welcoming and and i'm really excited to see what happens for you in the in the podcast good man i appreciate that and you know i i think i i I said you know as it was happening that you know i wasn't having an emotional reaction from it and we talk about spiritual conditioning and you know uh, mental fortitude and that's just something that i i mean i that's that's not the first time i've talked about this very thing on the podcast that's just something that i've built up over the years and through meditation practice through you know just questioning every emotion that you have and every thought that you have and you know doing your best to realize that the the only things you're in control of are are your own thoughts and emotions and you can't control what other people do or, or or how they feel you can only control how you feel and I get where you're coming from. I do. And which is actually how I'm going to be shifting the podcast a little bit. Um, we traditionally, since taking this on about a year ago, uh, I always had the thought of let's talk with people who have overcome or helping other people overcome great obstacles in their life, uh, which is which is a noble cause. And, you know, something that we loosely held on to. But something that has been such a, a, a consistent theme in my life over the last couple of years um, outside of struggle and hurdles is happiness. Uh, you know, the, the idea that we're always chasing it and until we realize that we won't be happy until we're happy with what we have internally right now, that's just, that's been 
such a major focus of mine, which is why, you know, when I, when I heard you talk about the reasons for why you're leaving, it made sense to me. I mean, I'm not saying this podcast made you miserable, but from the very, very first conversation we had, you expressed how truly important time was to you. And even though this isn't a huge time commitment, an hour and a half of worth of or an hour and a half chunk of your time can be significant. It can have a toll emotionally, and I, I get it. And then on top of that, we both hate doing social media, which is a, a stress, added stress to, you know, your week. So I, I get where you're coming from and wanting to leave and how that is, you know, doing so will help contribute to your further happiness, which makes me happy in turn. So, yes, I, I'm going to be turning the focus a little bit away from adversity and overcoming life hurdles to focusing on happiness. And with that, I've actually started having conversations with our prior guests um, to kind of build a, uh, I guess you can call it a panel of sorts or experts, where at points I will be bringing on people who are making changes in the pursuit of happiness. And for instance, let's say somebody is dealing with, you know, some depression type issues or anything like that like for example i would bring them on as well as lisa bond on uh, who i've had several conversations with to have that full circle interaction um, to talk through some of these experiences and uh, i really Hold want on. to so, so you're saying that you're going to have like uh, it, people who are in the thick of you know experience of life and and then have experts on with them and then you could kind of like moderate a conversation that's the idea yeah Dude, that's cool Wow. Yes. I'm, so I'm excited about that. And then, um, you know, I, I obviously conversations in the traditional sense where Ernie and I are just talking like this, you know, probably won't happen again, at least until I can convince Ernie to make a, a guest appearance, you know, down the line. But um, I, I do want to talk with people individually um, that have made a leap of faith uh, to pursue greater happiness and just, you know, a simple conversation between them and myself. Um, so that's the rough outline I'm, I'm working with right now. I've got some things set up uh, coming up in the near future. Ernie and I have one more interview coming out um, in a couple of weeks. So that's that's the next month or so. So I know this is the first time Ernie and I are actually talking about this. So I, I want to get your thoughts, man, because this, you know, even though you're stepping away, you know, I, you're, you're, I highly value your opinion. I always have. And so, uh, you know, any, any sort of guidance or, or thoughts on, you know, what I just said, I, I, welcome, I love it. Welcome. Yeah, man. Yeah, go ahead. I, I like the idea of having, having authentic in the moment conversations with with experts and with people who are vulnerable enough willing to be vulnerable enough to come on and share like challenges that they have and how powerful that can be for other people uh, listening to it uh, one of the one of the biggest blessings i've had in my life is is uh, the opportunity to be in group group coaching or men's group and uh, and i learn so much from listening to other people do the work. And, and so I'm very thankful for people who in those groups are willing to play full out and, and give, give all of their challenge and all of themselves to a conversation, um, in pursuit of, of learning and becoming better and being, being, being more self-aware and, and learning more about their own personal fulfillment. So I, I, I'm really excited about that idea. And I hope um, I hope that pans out perfectly because there's uh, w there have already been a lot of people that we've interviewed 
that could yeah. come back and and contribute to that and then just as you build momentum the incredible amount of people that could come in and and also help that's that's really cool man yeah and then and then i imagine you're going to probably continue doing interviews oh absolutely you, know, like you absolutely. and you and one person or you and two people something yeah. like that too yeah I, um i'm almost I'm coming down to the wire here. I'm almost through my 52 books in 52 weeks. And uh, there's a, a, a vast majority of those that I'm just I'm going to start making the big asks with and just saying, hey, listen, here's here's what we've got going on. Uh, would love to talk with you. And I, so I just picked up um, Malcolm Gladwell's book, Blink. This is the third book I've read by him. And just always so insightful the way he tells a story and the experts that he brings in into his own narrative so phenomenal and so I, i've started marking pages down of, of experts that he's talked with and these all these uh uh scientific uh studies and just it's uh, yeah i, I want to open up the scope a little bit more here that book is off the hook not have you read it get too much into rhymes but yeah yeah That's good. i loved absolutely loved that book so I read Talking to Strangers first by him, which is his newest book. And then I read Outliers. And Outliers just blew me away. That mm -hmm. was such a phenomenal book. And so I'm about 50 pages into Blink right now, and it is very good. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I imagine. So another thing that comes up, man, you talk about us hating social media. If anyone <laughs> listens to this and knows somebody who does, who loves social media, um, if if you could if you could wiggle your way on board with Trey to help him, I guarantee it would be a, a benefit. If you're looking for someone to do that, still, I yeah. guess I, I, we were at some point looking for someone to do that. But yeah, man, someone could really jump on board and 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 grab a train, you know, as it leaves the station. Because yeah. this a year, two years, three years from now uh, is going to be a, a force to be reckoned with, for lack of a better um, term. You just uh, I imagine this. I imagine coming back in a year to, to have a conversation like this where we, or in six months even, and, and just seeing tremendous growth because everything that's happened um, externally on this podcast was created by Trey. So, of course, I've been here with the with the conversations. I've been here to help with uh, with our direction so we can come to like agreements on direction and and, and maybe to give input here and there. But man, Trey has done everything that you can possibly imagine seeing on the website and as far as like the audio recordings. And and so what you see that the, of this podcast so far has has been highly um, sculpted by him and anyone who is willing to give time to to the cause would could greatly benefit from it i appreciate you saying that and the last thing i want to do is stroke each other's egos but i you know i will say again thank you for but, the credit but yeah you know, that I was a sales this, pitch this, for a for a social media person <laughs> to come and give you free yeah free social media help <laughs> and i just want to i want to be very clear because I, I i know i've said it to you face to face i don't know if i've ever said it verbatim on this podcast but you know this this podcast would not have happened without you i mean you provide so much value not only to this recording but to my life as well you force me and others to think on deeper levels and to slow down just a little bit so you can make sure that you're articulating the thought that you would like to convey very carefully. And it's it's been so important, especially, especially going into interviews. Prior to this, 
I, I think we're both in the same boat. We had never interviewed somebody before. And so when we first sat down with Lisa Bond, like, what the hell do we do? And, you know, <laughs> I think we did a pretty, pretty damn good job of it. And, you know, especially I think our last one was with Dan. And that just that blew me out of the fucking water. I yeah, loved having that it, conversation. That yeah. Yeah. So again, thank I appreciate you, man. it, man. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Like w- one of the things that I learned, well, one of the many things, like, like I, I really, I really believe that we were supposed to create this together, and I really, I really think that you're supposed to take it to the to the next level. Um, like I'm, I'm not just saying that because it sounds cute because it makes me feel better <laughs> about leaving, but, but, but there were so many things that we had to learn through this process together, um, that were absolutely necessary. And it feels really good that we've made it to 50 episodes that we're, uh, we're going to be at a year, you know, as I leave, um, from the, from the point of this creation. But there were so many things that I've learned one being able to speak more truthfully, like I've never had a, a space, uh, so much space to just say what I think and then to, to learn from what I say, you know, uh, I've, I've had conversations like that, but a lot of conversations, um, I've, I've felt in my life that I've buffered myself. So one, one of the big things was that. And then the other thing that I learned was how valuable I am as a person, which, uh, you know, many people might meet me. Uh, many people have met me, especially the past few years. And they, and they assume that I'm just confident. Like I told this, one of my good friends, um, from my last job, uh, you know, like, cause she made a joke or something like that. And I was just in jest saying, well, you know, I have, I have, uh, self-esteem issues like don't say something like that and 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 maybe it even did kind of strike my self-esteem or or whatever and 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 she was just like flabbergasted that I had uh you know l- right. a lower self-esteem than she might have anticipated and and I think that's something that we all kind of struggle like the world sees us in a particular way and then we have all these views because we have the inside scope of like well you didn't wake up at 6 p.m or 6 a.m this morning you, you haven't drank any water you ate cake last night and and you yelled at your kids like you're, you're a piece of shit. And, and like, we have this like tendency to ju- overjudge ourselves in the, in this negative direction because we're not living a hundred percent to this, um, perfect direction of life or, or because we're human, you know, we're fallible. Yeah. And, uh, and one thing that has been really helpful for me is to realize how valuable, um, I am to people like in relationship and friendship and, 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 and co-creation because for, at first for me to, to look at the the podcast and see you doing so much work. I'm like, dude, why are you, why, why do you even have me on this thing? And then I, I, I slowly realized that there's, that there's this creative energy that I bring that is really valuable to people. And, Absolutely. and so that, that's been, that's been a gift for me in this year to see that, oh my gosh, like I have this, this value that I don't even, I haven't even noticed. And, and I've created relationships, um, and agreements with people that serve my life and their life since, you know, realizing that because I, I noticed that I do have this creative energy that people, um, benefit from, you know, and, it, and, it, and yeah. it's, it's, uh, that's been really nice to, to see and to, to utilize. Oh man, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, y- you know, we are often the last time, last ones to see certain aspects of ourselves. And I'm glad that you see the value that you bring. And, and I, 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 I can only imagine that you're going to take that forth tenfold into your future ventures, which I want to shift toward now because I, I'm, I'm curious, you know, obviously 
We've talked a little bit about time commitment. We've talked about, you know, what, or how much you value the, the time that you give yourself. And so what, what's your, what, what, which way are you shifting your focus? I, I know we've, you've got your new position, which I, I'm thrilled for you on that. Um, but your creative pursuits, where, where are those going to lie? Or I'm curious, you know, where you're taking yourself now. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, my creative pursuits. So I've, I've, I've pared down uh, my commitments and my focus is the job that I'm working my family, the men's group that I run, <clears throat> and uh, and uh, and my spiritual practice, and and that's it. So, what I've noticed in the past is I will start, I will double down on my spiritual practice. I'll give myself more space to meditate. I'll I'll wake up every morning and do Kundalini yoga for a period of time and, and I'll feel really good. And then I'll start attracting these opportunities and then I'll start taking on these great opportunities and then I'll, you know, I'll just overwhelm myself and fall apart. So what I've done is I've, I've put everything else outside. And, uh, if it doesn't have to do with my family, if it doesn't have to do with my spiritual practice, if it doesn't have to do with the job, if it doesn't have to do with the men's group, I'm, I'm not taking anything in for the next five months. And I'm creating as much space as possible. So, so I'm going to create. I'm creating very tight systems with this job. Um, creating tight systems with my leadership around the men's group, uh, weekly men's group, and then I have a retreat in October. Very tight systems around that. I have help from somebody with that, um, and then time with my family, and then time alone. You know, whether it's taking a walk, whether it's. Uh, throwing walnuts at a tree or whether it's doing <laughs> yoga or meditating, um, spending as much time alone as possible. And I've dedicated the next five months to that. You know, it, 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 it turned, it, it started as just creating space because with the space of the job or with the space that the job gave me, I realized that's what I really need. I need more of that so that I can see clearly so that I can be clear and so that I can yeah. live more clean. And then, so it just started as like emptying the plate as much as possible to see what happens. But then I, and then I realized I, 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 I would be served better if I put a time frame on it so that I knew when I could reevaluate this. Um, and so I've put five months on it just because it just so happens I turned 30 in December. So from that space, I decided, okay, there's a five month cleanse, so to speak. And then on my 30th birthday, giving myself space to, um, evaluate the next step. So, so the next five months is cleaning the system. And then on my 30th or right after my 30th birthday, um, I actually am planning to do like a solo retreat and then evaluate what my next step is. And maybe it's going to be do exactly what I'm doing for another year, or maybe it's like, Hey, do this instead of that, or do this instead of that. But I'm, I'm just cleaning the pipes out, so to speak. And, uh, and then dealing with, uh, dealing with whatever life brings up in my family or whatever life brings up with this job um, through spiritual practice rather than um, numbing and putting yeah. myself into other endeavors and things like that. So cleaning out the system. Man, that's good. That's, that's, um, it's great to find that clarity. And uh, I, we're, 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 we're about five years apart. And I, I know at 29, I, I never had... I never had that. I, I 
I liked to brand myself as spontaneous. I like to be, I like to say yes to everything. And I, I know a lot, a lot of stuff slipped through the cracks for me uh, back then. And, you know, one of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur, at least being a successful one, is knowing when to say no and when to give yourself the space and the freedom to work on what is truly, truly important to you. So having that and having that that foresight and that fortitude is, is extremely impressive. And obviously, I wish you nothing but the best. And I, I hope that I can I can get you to come on here for a conversation every now and again. Um, I just I want to see the things that you're pursuing grow and uh, find that success that you want, because you you are you are truly one of the most thoughtful human beings I've ever met. And I, I will reiterate that I this podcast would not have gotten off the ground without you. So again, thank you. Yeah, let's do another conversation in January, man. After okay. I after I'm through this, uh, this five month cleanse. Yeah, I will um, have had Ryan Holiday on here by then. I'll yeah. have gone out and been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Really, yeah, it'll be it'll be big. Yeah, as long as as long as I'm not the episode <laughs> before or after Ryan, like, I don't really want to compete with that. But okay, you know, <laughs> dude, I didn't realize that he's so damn young. Like he's your age. I thought he like he is like when you when you say wise beyond your years, like that is Ryan Holiday, like to yeah. a T. Yeah. I had no idea he was that young. It's crazy, man. What a, what he, he he's had such an amazing opportunity to meet incredible people and to learn from yeah. them. And just to see that that somebody at what is he like twenty seven or something? Uh, yeah, he, he, can yeah, be that like far. That. I mean, I felt that yeah. way about Nathan Cullerman too. Like, dude, yes, what? yeah, uh, he was like twenty five or twenty six. I can't remember now. Yeah. But I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, how do you, I mean, how at do least you get with, that with, far in, in, in such a with short Nathan, I get it because he's been through some shit in his life. He really, really has. And you know, we, and then we talk about opportunity, and you know, Ryan Holiday had great opportunity working with. I can't remember who he worked under for a long time, the first part of his career, but he just had so much opportunity researching books and and you know, helping an author write. I can't remember who the hell it was, but he really had a great opportunity at the beginning of his career to hone in on his writing and research skills which is amazing yeah it is amazing and another thing though he i feel like ryan has been through some shit too not to speak for him because i have no idea but just from reading some uh i think it was an ego is the enemy he talks about he had a, his mentor the one that you, i think you were, were referring to um but he you know i don't know if you've ever experienced this but having having a mentor or a teacher that you hold in high regard that you kind of hinge your ability to to move up in the world or your ability yeah. to to be more fulfilled in life on like you see this person and they have this like aura of of greatness and and they've been helping you and it really supports you um but then if if that if that uh, if that human being right because we're all fallible in some ways as humans um, falls apart like this image of them falls apart that can be really detrimental to the way you see yourself and see the world if this person you've held in high regard kind of crumbles right in front of you right. it's like you feel you can feel very dropped and, and the support that that held you so strongly uh, just kind of collapses underneath you and that in essence happened for him he kind he he saw you know some some of his or one of his uh, biggest teachers and mentors uh, basically you know as a human being as we do wow. fall apart and, and that and that can be really challenging I imagine yeah absolutely um, he's 33 by the way so a little oh, bit okay. older than we thought but yeah still that's yeah. <laughs> 
younger than me, so that impresses the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it says a lot about uh, age. I, I mean, I get we can't. I, I guess it's it's hard, like we could compare ourselves to him in some way, sure. but he'd be the first one to tell us not to compare right. us to, or ourselves right. to him. Right. I mean, that's like there's the screen can say only so much, man. It's like right. What is what is success really? Like, what the fuck is success? And, and it's it's measured in a million different ways and 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 it's really immeasurable in 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 any of those ways it's like there's there's really it's it, the the age comparison can be kind of a struggle because then we can get it, get a, wrapped up in like well shit shouldn't i be further or shouldn't i have more screen success you know shouldn't people see more accolades of me by now if Ryan Holiday at 33 has seven bestsellers or whatever it is right but he, but he's an yeah. incredible dude. Like I, I just can't, I can't, uh, I can't overstate how powerful his books are. Those are if if you if people are listening, I haven't read his work. It's and fun. yeah, and I don't even think we mentioned. Uh, so uh, Miranda from Oregon, she had won our uh, our Mosaic Life Vibe Box, which I promise to do another one of those sometime soon. Um, what we had sent her two of our life-changing books, one from Earning, one from myself, and the one that I sent her was Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday, and I truly, I can't give that book enough credit. Yeah, she she wanted to, we didn't mention it because she kind of was just like, ah, I don't want, you know, like the publicity, I'm glad to be a part right. of the fam, but I, I just don't want to you know, make a big deal out of it. She, she likes to keep her, her life to herself, which right. I really admire, but I would love to, to, to follow up and see if she's read them and what she thinks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Actually, it's a good idea. Or put her on the spot for not having read them and just leaving them on her bookshelf, <laughs> which is a practice I do too. I'll buy a book and leave it on my shelf for like two years before I'm like, dude, it's time. It's time. Absolutely. That book is getting I, read. And then it's like the perfect timing. <laughs> I got, you know, I, 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 I've always loved books. I really have, but I, I just got in the habit of collecting them and not, not sitting down and actually reading. That's where this whole 52 books in a year came from. Like I need yeah. to read these fucking books, man. And yeah. I, I, I finally have. And I, it's, it's been, it's been life changing. It, it's been such a great experience for me that I, I, I just because it's August 18th, that's when the year is up. And so I, I'm, uh, I, I can't even fathom a reality in which I, I go back to, oh, I'm, I'm done with the year. I'm going to stop reading. Like, that's just, it's just a part of who I am now. Yeah, man. And, and clearly has a lot of impact. You have, uh, you've, you've in the past year, probably, I don't mean to speak for you. You can speak to it, but, no. but widened your, your wisdom, your knowledge, your awareness of yourself and of the world tenfold i imagine with the amount of books you've read and the amount of different lenses you've gotten to see the world through i hope so and you know the the first thing that comes to my mind is we see each other we see ourselves in the mirror every single day and so if we happen to be putting on weight or, or losing weight you know it's not something we notice right away because we we're, we get so used to these micro changes in our image that if you see somebody who you haven't seen in a year and they say oh you've you've you're fat or you know you've lost a ton of weight like it's just it's 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 so different to them that they have to comment and so you know being who i am every single day i hope that somebody who 
probably even sees me less than you do can see a change in me uh, from, you know, as you mentioned, the, the wisdom that I've, I've garnered from these books. I hope that's the case. Well, I mean, honestly, more importantly, in my opinion, do, do you sense that or is it just I like oh, I've read 52 books? I do. I, I absolutely sense that. I, I really do. And, you know, for just from the way that I, I look at building relationships or, or structuring my business or, you know, reacting or not reacting to uh, to other people and, you know, what they say to me or how I see them facing the world, I, I absolutely see a difference that uh, that has been made in my life. Nice. You said relationships, the way you run your business and, and your emotional fortitude, essentially those have been yeah, significantly I, impacted through the books. They have, they have. And I, I can pick out a handful that just really, really stick out. Like I, I, I will always credit Matt Ward for recommending never eat alone. That was truly, I, I have had some amazing conversations since reading that book. And I will always take its message with me. Um, I just read an open heart, uh, by the Dalai Lama. Um, that was at the recommendation of, of Robbie. Um, and just reminded me how much my meditation practice had meant to me at some point in my life. And I have gotten back into it finally and how much, you know, even the principles of Buddhism mean to me. And I, I, I would love to be able to consider myself a Buddhist, but I, I want, I don't want to do it just for namesake. I want to do it because I'm actually practicing it. So, you know, as I continue moving forward and continue reading books on the subject, I, I do want to continue building those practices. It, it's it's uh, very beneficial to, to who I feel I am. Yeah, that's great, man. It's, it's good to hear you've gotten back into meditation. I, I know yeah. both of us, like we started this thing because of meditation. And then right. w when we really started hammering at the business, we looked at each other one day and was like, when's the last time you meditated? And I was like, oh, it's been a while. I was like, fuck, man, what are we doing? I know. You know what I mean? Like we, we started this because of how important it was to us. And then we, uh, I'll speak for myself. And then I got wrapped up in, in the beauty of and creativity of, of making the business that I left my spiritual practice aside. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear yeah. you back in it, man. I am. I am. I, I've meditated, I think, all but one day this week. So that's a, it's a win for me. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, man. <clears throat> What's that? What are you doing right now? Like, are you doing guided meditation? Are you sitting with a timer? Or how's it looking for you? So I, um, I, I've, met, I've, I've got an aura ring. And so there's, there's a complimentary app that goes with it. And there's, there's a, um, you can take a moment, um, in time to practice. And so I set a 20 minute timer within the app and there's this, um, I really, I'll have to have you listen to it sometime. There's, there's, uh, it's not guided. There's, I don't even want to call it music. It's, there's, there's a sound, there's a soundscape called harmonic field, um, where it's just, it's so hypnotizing to me. It, it basically just sounds like you're sitting in the middle of a field. You can hear creatures scurrying around in the leaves around you. You can hear birds chirping. And then there's like a, there's a, there is a musical note that kind of repeats itself. And it's just, it's, it's so entrancing. It just makes me feel like I'm sitting in the field and during fall as leaves are starting to turn. And it's just, it's amazing. So I, that's, that's what I generally do for about 20 minutes a day. That's awesome, man. I love that. Yeah. Hopefully, I love uh, it too. hopefully they call you and, and give and sponsor you with the aura ring. <laughs> Cause you are a true, <laughs> true should. fucking testament to that thing, man. Like it has had such value in your life and, I love and, it. and, 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 and allowed you to create a lot. Um, that's cool to hear they have an app for meditation as well. And then I'm imagining yeah. it probably like tracks your, uh, your, your heart rate, heart rate and that. everything like that while you're, yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. 
Yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, man. It's so funny. The other day I went to the doctor and, and they were running my, they put that little thing on your finger and and, and it tests your, uh, you know, like your, your heartbeat or your pace or whatever. Right. And, and she pulled it off and she's like, she puts it back on and she's like, what's going on? This, I was like, is it, what, is it really low, my heart rate? And she's like, yeah, like surprising. I was like, yeah, it usually runs in the 40s or 50s. I, me- I meditate a yeah. lot and do a lot of breath work. And she's like, okay, I, you know, usually we'd have to like call in a doctor immediately for this. <laughs> like, I know. It's, it's good. I've tracked it for a while. <laughs> and you know what helps with that too? Running, man. Running will really lower your resting heart rate. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. My, um, I, my sleeping resting heart rate is usually in the low forties. Um, like right now, I'm like just resting probably in the fifties or sixties throughout the day, but, uh, sleeping, I'm, I'm in the low forties. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's a it's a burden or a blessing to have a low resting heart rate because for me I I I sense the subtleties of people so much more. Like when when somebody comes in the room and and they're like a a, a 110 heart rate, you know? Like I feel yeah. the, I feel the fucking difference, man. And and it's yeah. it's been one of the biggest challenges with parenting is like my my preferred resting heart rate is at a 45 and and I'm still driven sometimes by like the the pace and in uh, uh, noise of of being a parent, you know, like in, ch- in children, they're just like to the wall sometimes, and right. um, and that's one of my spiritual practices is like being able to maintain the forty five fifty fifty five heart rate when I'm walking back in my home after my kids have been you know playing all day and and they're going crazy from stir crazy from being in the house. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's so funny to, to have such a low heart rate. And, and when that doctor, she just had the strangest look on her face, <laughs> but anyways, good to hear you're meditating, man. Cause that's going to be the yeah. power behind this, this, this podcast. Yeah. Well, Hey man, um, what did you learn from this experience? I already told you. What's your biggest takeaway then? <laughs> oh man, I'm kidding. I only told you two things, and there's it's probably not quantifiable to 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 really, uh, or I don't know if I could quantify what how big of an impact it's it's made on my life. But I will say, uh, what have I learned from this? I've learned that if if I can be really clear on what I want something to be and how I want to be a part of it and I'm not willing to do that amount of work, like, like, like we've had this incredible, incredible manifestation of, of, of a, of a podcast of, of something that's bringing value to the world. And I still felt like I wasn't giving my all. And I noticed that I also wasn't willing to put it all in. And if, if you're, if you're not, if I'm not willing to give my full leadership and my full self and my full heart to something that I'm doing a disservice by being a part of it. And I, I want to fully give my everything to everything I do. And, uh, and so th- that's what I've learned recently um, is, is to really serve the world is to 
to, to only do the things that you're willing to put 100% in and, and, and then show up 100%. Um, outside of that, man, being able to speak freely has been incredible. Um, yeah. lear- learning, uh, the, we've had this conversation about organization, like learning from you, the organization has been incredible. Like if, if, if I'm not willing to take the type of organization that you put into this, into it, then it's probably not the right thing. And, 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 and when I do these things like my job, like my family and like the, and, and the men's group, I want to put the type of organization that you've put into this podcast into those things. I've learned that, um, I've learned how valuable just having important conversations is with, with new people and with, with people that, uh, have the same values or have the same ambition in life. Uh, I've learned the important, these these conversations were always an important aspect of the podcast. You know, we, I, at least I, I'll speak for myself. I had always dreamt of being a Tim Ferriss and interviewing people. And that's been great. It's been a learning experience, but these conversations were the the core tenant of the mosaic life podcast, because it allowed us to be vulnerable for an hour. And it's great for the two of us, but it's also great for others to listen to it. Even if they don't get value from the context, at least they get value from knowing that it's okay to speak your mind and, and be emotional and talk with somebody about something that's not exactly easy to to articulate and you don't have to be perfect every time you open your mouth i know i know damn well that i'm not there are 15 times in this very particular episode that i I wish i could take it back because it was not said as well as i I think it could have been but just having that that raw emotional state is so important and i I think that uh we've really honed our ability to do that through these conversations yeah yeah i hope so uh and i and i know so this is uh this has been great man this isn't goodbye for uh me on the podcast i still have one interview trey and i are interviewing tia holmes um an incredible uh incredible woman with with ah, man i can't even begin to how how would i say she one she's an incredible marketer but i have to put that aside because um that is part of what she does for people but she is she is like resourcing the energy of the world and and bringing forward a, a new paradigm of of personal development and growth so so I'll be here for that and then I have I want to do a talk just as the yes, official please. official farewell yeah. and just talk through some of the insights I've had uh, some of which I've stated in this episode and not but but yeah man I've learned a lot I've been I've been really thankful for this experience really thankful to get um get a front row seat to how you operate in your life and how you, how you've uh, organized yourself and your priorities and your goals and how you've, and and watching you for a year consistently show up and and make those goals. That's been a value. And, and of course we're going to maintain our friendship and I I absolutely want to come back and, um, and, and be on the podcast, uh, several times in the future. Yeah. It's, uh, obviously an open invitation man yeah well like you said this is not goodbye deuces (laughs) (laughs) no thank you everyone who who's reached out and who who have listened um to us to me um and and who have who have given me feedback you know how important these 
these podcasts have been. And I know Trey will continue to do that, and I hope to, to be a part of that um, in some small way going forward. But I'm always a click of a, click of a button away on, uh, on Speaking Facebook. Of how, or how, if, you, if, you, if you want people to get a hold of you, how, how can they? Hit me up on Stickam. Do you remember that? Stickam? On what? No. What's that? <laughs> I think it was like like Omegle or something like that. I just there was like a meme of a girl like talking about her all of her friends on Stickam. Like shout out to all my homies in Jesus' name on Stickam. <laughs> I think I'm 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 too old for that. I, I think. I, no, no, no. You you're not too old for it, but but it it was it was like a small meme, I guess, before memes were so freaking rampant. Um Man, I, I don't know. E- email me, Facebook. I almost want to get my number out just so people can shoot me a text. I like having good connections with people. Um, Ernie Ernie Welsh, man, on Facebook. Ernie Welsh, man. That's literally what it is on Facebook without the man. Yeah, I guess add me cool. as, on Facebook or send me an email. Uh, my e- email is ernie.welsh1990 at gmail. Just going back to the regular dude ways, so you know, can't can't email me through the podcast. That's where I'm at. Find me. Hit me up. Shouts. You gotta Thanks, say something, Ernie. Trey. <laughs> so I appreciate straight. it. Yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything and I look forward to talking again. All right, guys. Yeah. Take care. Thank you again so, so much for you know, not even listening to just this episode, but for sticking with us or for trusting us over the last either several or 50 episodes. It means so incredibly much to both Ernie and myself. As you heard, while Ernie will not be here regularly moving forward, this podcast has been a major influence in his life. And I know how truly appreciative he is of you for helping us and for helping him grow. So from both of us, thank you truly so, so much. And I I really look forward to taking this podcast to new heights as we continue or as I continue to move forward. I have a lot of great ideas and uh, plans in place to provide as much value and significant content as I possibly can. Um, As I mentioned, moving forward, this focus of the Mosaic Life podcast will shift, and that shift is going to be geared toward happiness. And what that means for each of us as individuals, as members of this race, and what we can do to maximize that, and what what practices we can enact to realize that that source, the well of happiness comes from within, and how we can contribute to that in others, not only ourselves. And so I'm really looking forward to talking with a bunch of really exciting guests who have devoted themselves or made major changes in their lives to enact that happiness. So again, from both Ernie and I, thank you so much. And if you'd like to follow the Mosaic Life podcast, please do so on Instagram at One Mosaic Life. Of course, we're on Facebook. Just search for the Mosaic Life podcast. And of course, you can find our website and all of our resources at themosaiclifepodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy any of our episodes, please do us a favor, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That goes a long, long way in helping others discover us as well as enables us to get better and more exciting guests on the show. So again, thank you so, so much, and I look forward to being back with you next week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.